I think one of the most fucked up and insane opinions a person can have is not liking cold water. Mm. Yeah, okay. I think for a little while in high school, I really wanted to be different and I was very anti like anything chilled. Like I just, I was really into room temp and I loved saying like, hey mom, like no, 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 mom. I wanted room temp. I hate that shit. Yeah, that's kind of what I was like. I think it's so, I'm like cold, like, like cold, like a really cold water can be more delicious than like a, like a beautiful burgundy wine. Like, I'm sorry. It's just hot take. Ice cold water is one of the greatest joys in this life. And people are like, I hate cold water. I'm like, you are crazy. Wait, okay, but this is my new obsession. I keep, okay. I can't, because my sister was visiting. My sister was visiting this past weekend. Okay. And I love her so much. And this is not like, she's a, she would admit to this if she was here. Right. She is an incredibly picky eater. Like one of the pickiest eaters I know. God, I love your sister. No, but it's hard. I hate a picky eater. Same. And she knows this. There's, she knows. There's nothing but worse. But I'm trying to have empathy towards it because I need to understand, like, is the, I'm like, is your brain different than mine? Do you know what I mean? They do have something different I'm in like, there. is something going on? Because like, I genuinely don't understand the psychology behind it. Yeah. And it, I, when we were younger, I used to think like, oh, oh, so... Welcome to Basic Training, a podcast for people that need help. And a podcast for people that don't have patience for picky eaters. (laughs) And rolling. The... (laughs) We did that so late. No, but it's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, the way my sister is picky doesn't make sense to me. Like, she loves, like, bread and cheese. Like, she loves a cheese plate. She'll eat... Like, well, like we went out to, when I was visiting her in Boston in the spring, we went out to like three different restaurants and at every place she would order. I would, I was like, have you realized that you've ordered like the combination of bread and cheese on every single menu? Like it's a focaccia, it's pizza, it's like a brie dip, like it's something like that. Ugh. So I take her out, I take her out here to my favorite restaurant, Bernie's, which is famous for their mozzarella sticks. So yeah. like we gotta get the mozzarella sticks. She has one and I go, did you like it? And she goes, yeah, they're really good. I'm just not really a mozzarella stick person. It's like, how, what? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> But it's like, so I'm like, with picky eaters. But you guys went, need to know that I saw Jake a couple days ago and this was bothering him <laughs> then too. Like the fact that she rejected the mozzarella sticks. I'm just like, I love you so much, Maddie, but like it just is really interesting to me. And, but it's, what's interesting to me about it is like when we were kids, I used to think it was like a power play. Like, oh, I want to be special. So I'm right. pick, like what you just said about the cold water right. thing, where it's like, I want to be different. I want to be special. I want to have control. I also think it's like a control thing of like, I, I if maybe if you feel I have control of your life in certain ways, it's like what I eat I'm in control of. I get that. Yeah. But now as an adult, my, my like my sister and other picky eaters I know, they carry it as a burden. They're like, I wish I wasn't like this. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah. then just eat the thing. No, it's not that simple. I, I have so, I want to shake their shoulders too, but like they're, I think that it's like a mental hurdle and they're still trying to get over it. Like I, I was hanging out with my friend and he told me he had to break up with this girl recently because she could only eat grilled cheese. I would like that's like, all literally, she could eat. Like that and like maybe some sort of potato, like fries yeah, or home I would fries. break up that's I would that would be there's not even a negotiation in my mind of like that's I know, a breakup. But it was like a Seinfeld episode. He was like, I'm obsessed with her, but like she cannot that's funny. eat anything that's not white or cheese. Yeah, like, I can't do that. I, I can't I can't either. And I think it's so childish, but I think that it's like an actual issue that they have in their brain. I was raised to believe that a picky eater was like my parents are so like hippie, eclectic, weird. I thought a picky eater was somebody who like wouldn't eat like a raw chicken leg when we went to like some weird restaurant downtown. 
Like that's like they would make me eat anything. Or oh, I, they wouldn't make me it. like I was the down bar to for eat what anything. it was. Yeah, the bar was so high. Yeah, for, like, what 100%. a picky eater was. That like like I was like eating. I don't know. I, I I have this vivid memory of like trying like a chicken leg, like not a chicken leg, but like a, a foot, like oh, the cartilage and the bone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my parents were. Like, I was like, yeah, of course I'm gonna try it. I was like 11. Right. And I was like, anybody who wouldn't eat this, oh, I hate picky eaters. But it's like, I guess that's not that weird. You know what I mean? Weird yeah. flex. Anyway. I just don't. I don't. I find it very fascinating. No, but if that's one of my number one red flags on a date is if like I, if we go to a restaurant and they're like picky, it's out. I'm out immediately. Okay. Okay. That yeah, I guess that's fair. I think I would just take them to a place where I'd have to be able to see if they were picky. I can't tell from the first date. Um, may I um ask a question for the crowd? I've been very sleep deprived recently <coughs> and the other day, two two nights ago, I was walking on the phone with my mom and I kind of just wandered over. It was probably ten PM, wandered over to the Gramercy Park area on the phone, hung up and then just kind of got for a moment sucked into my phone and started looking at the screen and drift I had my headphones in which is so unsafe and stupid but whatever I, I was drifting and I like started leaning against this pole scrolling at something on my phone and I hear somebody like snap me out of it and this guy like materializes out of nowhere I didn't see where he came from I just know that I took out my headphone I looked up and there he was standing above me and I old guy no 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 like okay. probably 30 okay I've never seen a hotter guy in my life, okay? I, like, genuinely, my ideal man was standing before me. Like, the most <laughs> beautiful guy, and in my in my eyes, okay? So, like, what? think about what Talia would deem, like, uh, oh, the I'm, most... I'm doing it. You're yeah. thinking about it. It's very specific. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this is the most beautiful guy. Okay? I could pull up... I know exactly who I could pull up on Instagram right now to be like, he vaguely looks like this guy. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah, you know me so well. Where's so, my phone? I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. But another thing that I don't think I've revealed... Is that uh, there are two names for men that I've always thought I will marry a guy with one of these two names. Like, okay. I love these two names. I look out for them on Hinge because I just have this feeling in my heart that my soulmate is named either Jeff or David. Those are the names of my two male first cousins, but forget that. I just happen to like the names guy, Jeff and David. Right. Really fucking close. <laughs> really fucking close. <laughs> I knew it. Um, smaller nose, but thank you. <laughs> This guy just—he just pulled out like the mo, like a, like an anti-Semitic caricature no, of a man. Stop. <laughs> and he's like, tell you this guy. <laughs> One of the hottest close. men on Instagram, in my opinion. No, he's definitely—he's really, really hot. But no, <laughs> this guy had a, and this guy also the the hair wasn't as brown; it was more black. I prefer like really, really dark hair. So this guy was like standing above me. He reaches out his hand. He goes, "Hi, I'm Jeff." I'm like. Oh my God. Like, I love the name Jeff. I'm just so attracted to it. I don't know why. Again, my first cousins are named Jeff and David. I've always thought I will name a, I will marry a Jeff or a David. It has nothing to do with my first cousins. Please don't make it weird. Okay. It's the just, way I that like not these names. a soul listening to this podcast would have known <laughs> that your cousin's names were Jeff and David. My uncle would, and he listens. Shout out to Uncle I think Elliot. that could have been a text, but now every one of Okay, whatever. So I just like those two names, and it has nothing to do with the fact that they're my cousins. Or maybe it does. I just feel comfortable with those two names. But I really like the name Jeff. And the guy says, hi, I'm Jeff. G-E-O or J-E? Oh, so, okay. That's another issue. If I find out that he's it's named G-E-O, I'm going to have to call it. <laughs> it can't be but Jeff. G-E- or G- sorry, J-E-F-F is mm-hmm. perfect. So I had a feeling it was that type of Jeff. He seemed like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, so I was like, 
oh my God, you're so hot. So he reaches out his hand. He goes, hi, I'm Jeff. I'm like, hi, I'm Talia. I have never looked more schlubby in my life. Okay. Great. He goes, yeah, I'm just like heading over from Westside Market. It's 10 p.m. I'm like, are you my husband? Like you're doing a nighttime run to Westside Market. Like I love you so much. You know, I'm there every 1 a.m. I know the night crew's names by heart. That is my spot. Which I, the one, I know which one you're talking about. I go to either one. They know me. Okay. So <laughs> Are I, the West Side Market's 24 hours. Yes. Good to know. So I, like whenever I'm bored and I can't sleep, I go to West Side Market and everyone knows I go to sleep at 5 a.m. every single night. So that's what I do every night. So a guy presenting himself and materializing out of thin air and saying, my name is Jeff. I am what? Six foot three. I have brown or dark black hair. I definitely am Jewish, like a hundred percent sure. And I'm coming from West Side Market. I was like, I, I thought you into my life. Look at my mind. Like that Ariana Grande <laughs> song. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? I've never looked worse. And I'm just standing there like, yeah, like, oh my God, I go to West Side Market all the time. He's like, he just gets straight to it. He goes, do you want to get a drink sometime? Like he literally, we didn't even talk. This is incredible. I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah, this is what sure. we, this is the number one thing this podcast advocates. Is I what know. This man is doing. I was so psyched. So I go, yeah, totally. And we'd, I'm putting my number in his phone. I put in Talia L because I don't want him to go and like Google me. Uh-huh. But I put in Talia L and I put my phone number and we're just having a little chat. And he says he lives in this building right across the street from where we are. He's like, oh, like, thank goodness for the pole that you leaned on or else I wouldn't have met. Like, well, I just want to make sure you're okay, but right, let's get a drink. And I was like, yeah, totally. So I put my number in, I say goodbye. I haven't heard from this guy. And more as more time goes by, and as as much as I, I'm like getting to realize how little sleep I've had this week, I think I made him up. Talia, you can't tell me this. <laughs> you think you fully hallucinated I the- think he was a mirage, and I think I hallucinated him. <laughs> he hasn't texted me. Okay, I have a con. I had. Do you know what my first thought was when you said he didn't text you? Was hmm. I was like, <laughs> I, mine. I should have called myself on his phone. That was stupid of That's me. That's what you should have done. Um, <laughs> my first thought was he went to what? Because what time did you say it was? It was probably like 11, 10, 11. Yeah, I think he popped an Ambien at nine and was sleepwalking to Westside Market. <laughs> You're absolutely <laughs> wrong. He was wearing a button-down shirt. He looked like he was like coming okay. from the office. Okay, like, fine. He was like dressed. He was in jeans and like a button-down. Okay, Jeff, you need to text Talia so that she ha- doesn't lose her grip on reality, if please. He, <laughs> no, like you, we don't even have to go on a date. I need to know that this happened. Okay, <laughs> if your name is Jeff or if you know a Jeff, I if it's spelled G-E-O, don't text me. But if you know a Jeff with a J and he lives in the Gramercy Park area, I'm not going to say any more details for his tall safety. And he's tall and Jewish. But he's tall. I shouldn't say he's Jewish. I, but tall, he's, you might guess he's Jewish he's, and there's a pole near his house. He looks Jewish and there's a pole near his place. I need you to let him know that I feel like I'm losing my mind. That's so funny. But I can't. Should I go to the apartment and just kind of hang around there another night? I think you do another walk. I'll do another walk. I'm not going to sit outside the apartment. No, you can't sit outside the apartment. That's actually crazy. I'll definitely hang out in that area a little bit. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, my God. He was so gorgeous, Jake. And he was so forward and, like, friendly. I asked for a hot guy's number on the subway. Really? Yeah. Okay. And? Uh, we, we're, we have texted, so he was not a mirage. It actually happened. Cool. Congrats. But I haven't I did, haven't asked him to get a drink yet. And it's it's for one reason and one reason only. And it's that he lives on the Upper West Side, which is just far from me. But I need to get over that. I would, I've, 
I'm gone being, out with guys because they live on the Upper West Side. No, I understand you and I are different in that way. I'm getting a little too, I'm realizing I'm maybe not being too picky, but I'm swiping left on people. And I mean that like actually in the apps and in real life as well, like not deciding I don't want to date people for like, I truly swipe, swiped left on someone today because they were a Pisces. I saw that they were a Pisces. <laughs> Who the f I'm sorry, it's not no, even that they're Pisces, it's the fact that they put that in their bio. That's weird. Well, on Hinge, it like is one of the, it prompts you to put it. Oh. Can I, have you listened to a voice me message that I got on Hinge that just really turned me on? Have I, how would I have listened to that? What? Can I have you listen oh, to it? Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you said, have you heard it? I was like, I where saw, is this available? Wait, hold on, I'm going to tell you. Cut this one second. Where's my back? So, as we all know, Talia needs to get laid. And she's needed to get laid for, <laughs> like, like many, many months, okay? It's at the point, like, I don't know. Like, I think I need to go to some kind of, like, is there women's, like... Yes. <laughs> what? What did you think I was going to say? Like, male sex workers? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I need We've, to get Wow, officially, market, market today, October 18th at 11.14, Talia and JP are finish, finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> We've crossed this. That was this really cute. We've crossed the threshold. I ooh, did you see me just not be able to say that? We've crossed the threshold. I haven't been able to say anything today. I've also I'm on two Xanax right now and two hours of sleep. So I <laughs> set my hinge preferences to age 36 to 45, and here's why: I don't want a boyfriend. I do want a hot divorced dad who I can have sex with and be really have fun. Okay. None have met my criteria yet. My vagina, the barrier has yet to been, be broken. <laughs> I really think it's like closed up by now. It's been that long. Okay, so please listen to this voice message that I got. This is the hottest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Okay, so this is Jake several days after we recorded this episode and we decided we are not gonna play this poor innocent man's hinge voice note, but please know it was literally not sexy at all, not even a little bit, um, not even close. <laughs> Okay, maybe it was hotter last night. When, when I, I tell you, I have experienced nothing less sexual in my life than that, <laughs> that, that voice memo. Like nothing. Like, I like I, in listening to that, went from being gay to straight to asexual and then back to like gay again, but not liking him. Okay, I may have like been hallucinating again when I thought that was really hot. I think what I remember. The Andy said, "My name's Jeff, and I live at Gramercy Park." And then, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I miss Jeff. I okay, fine. Maybe that wasn't what I. Ugh, but then, what did I think was so hot? What was the voice message I was? I'm not well. <laughs> And I thought that the sound of that guy's voice, whether that was the guy meant to play for you or not. Admit the sound of his voice was like vinyl, like cracking on a... He had a good voice. I'll mm. maybe give you that. And he sounds like he's I like 46 never, divorced. When people send not... Wait, sorry. Was that like a voice memo just available on his profile or did he send that to on you? On his profile because the yeah. prompt was like, you should not go out with me. 100%. I never listen to those because I know they're going to make me cringe. I've uh, I, I'm like... Mine won't make you cringe. You want to hear it? You have voice notes on your hinge profile? Yeah. I'm going to sneeze. That hold sucks. for 20 minutes while I try to sneeze. I'm Just so sorry. It's one of the worst things that can happen to a person. Okay, hold on. I'm going to play you my hinge note on my hinge profile. You're going to take back what you just said. Coming from the kids that Talia babysits. Um, Talia is a very sweet and caring person and she loves being with kids. Anything else? She's hilarious. She'll she, never fail she, to make you laugh. She's up. blonde. 
She you, blue she, eyes. Yeah, blue eyes. She's hilarious. She makes me laugh a lot. <laughs> and great person. You should date her. <laughs> okay, that's a slam dunk. It's a. It's not even. It, it's. It's I mean, more that's than unreal. a slam dunk. That's unreal. It gets everybody. I mean. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I didn't bribe them. <laughs> they are well over, what, 12 years old? They, one of them just had a bar mitzvah. They are full-grown people. Yeah. And they are capable of make, making their own decisions, and they love me, and they want me to be happy. So do you want to see my? Down. Do you want to see my current Hinge profile? <laughs> um, I like to... Talia is one of the few people I trust to like give me an opinion on her on my, my Hinge profile and tell me what I should do. I'm really good at this. All right, this is the current status of it. When I see like a friend I know and their Hinge pops up and I, and I it's bad, like it breaks my heart. Okay, like so, so many people have a really bad Hinge. Okay. Um, a boundary of mine is I'm not getting an iced Americano if they're out of cold brew. Yeah. Okay. That gets a lot of hits. Good. Great. I can't relate, but like I get it. I hate an iced Americano. I don't, I don't even know what that is. My most irrational fear accidentally eating that little weird packet inside the beef jerky bag terrified That's of it every time honestly really funny thank you terrified of it one of my biggest fears my simple pleasures long walks featuring frequent stops for treats and beverages That's okay. my favorite day yes it's it's a little bit like cutesy tweet cutesy tiktok girl cutesy twitter girl all right that has to be immediate that has to be amended immediately then there's another thing that we need to address i am really nervous you look amazing. I want to say that, and you know I mean okay, it. Okay, I'm really nervous. But there's, you have a beautiful smile, and there's something that you're doing instead of smiling, which is... <laughs> Wait, I'm smiling in all the photos. No, no, no. No, no. Don't show this to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. You don't want these the smolder pictures at the end? The smolder is like this. That put that picture. Okay, I'll delete it. You have to delete it. I'm just saying, like maybe not two smolders. Yeah, actually, that's so true. They are right next to each other. Do you want to do my hinge profile? Wait. So, do you think delete both of these and replace with? Delete the one in the car, and replace it with a different photo. We read mine. Yeah, but I'm gonna replace it first, and I okay. want you to tell me. <laughs> we paid for the studio time. I'm <laughs> just saying. Here. Okay, you have to be honest. Um, that picture was from a while ago. I will say that. Yeah, okay. This I I all I've seen is the first picture. Okay. And what I'll say about it is, it paints a picture of a different girl. Really, it does look like me though, right? It it's looks not like a catfish. you. Okay. No, 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 it's not a catfish at all. But like this to me is like a girl who has six bachelorette parties a year. Really, you're wearing. You're wearing a cowboy hat at Southern Barbecue. Okay. I don't... Fair. I think you put this one... I actually think you put this one last. Okay. And then the, it goes last and it's like... It's like, oh, she can be fun too. Do you know what I mean? Got it. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This he, this is... This guy... Guys are going to ask this girl to go like watch the game at Woji's. <sighs> what is Woji's? It's like a it's like a bar on um, Greenwich Avenue that where people eat wings and watch football. I love eating wings and watching football. Okay, then maybe keep your photo there. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Um, wait, okay, hold on. Am I allowed to put... Okay, because here's the thing. I just... Okay, wait. What about this photo instead? I took this waiting for my sister at the airport because the lighting was good. No. Your eyes look weird. 
Uh, you need it. You have my a beautiful smile. Weird. What is in my nose? You have a beautiful smile. Should we get to the questions? Fine. Okay, so here's the thing. First of all, I just want to get out of the way. I love your podcast. It's truly blessing to my ears to hear people that aren't, that are more toxic than I am. Because sometimes I feel like I'm like really super fucking toxic. And it's just nice to hear that people are worse than me. <laughs> Drags <laughs> to hell. Wait, it's refreshing to listen to people that are more toxic than I am. Is he talking about the callers or us? Definitely us. Are you kidding? The callers are so nice and sweet. I don't think we're toxic. Now into the story. There's a lot to unpack here, and I don't have a lot of time to unpack it. So, really, the long and short of it is, is like a year ago, my best friend dated my brother, and it kind of sucks for our friendship a lot, but we got over it. It took us a year. It took us a year to fully repair the friendship back together. But she got over him, and we got over it. I'm toxic. You sound like you're on coke. He's talking so fast. I love you. Oh. <laughs> Should we cut that? No. <laughs> Sorry, like Jake just got really uh, upset by the toxic comment. Oh. Fuck. I take toxic as a compliment. Okay, I think it means funny. Okay, awesome. we need to keep... This past summer, when you started talking to my other brother, and oh. now our friendship is kind of going boop. <laughs> friendship is fucking... Dying Are again. the people you're talking about in the room right now? Why Why is this person whispering? It just sounds like bad quality. Okay. And I talked to her about it multiple times, and I just don't know what to do anymore. I don't want to drop her as a friend because she's, like, my best friend, you know? It's just a lot. It is just a lot, and it's so much. And I've talked to her about it, and I've talked to, like, all of my friends about it. All of my friends are probably sick of hearing me fucking complain about my best friend dating my brother. The brothers. And yet it's still happening. And yet, no matter how much I talk brothers? about it, I can't. That's sorry. I think you missed that part. She's dating the other brother now. Let's okay, go back. but no, no, no. I'm going to go him, back. And okay. we got over I got that. And our friendship was great. Our friendship was awesome until this past summer when she started talking to my other brother. <laughs> and now our friendship is kind <laughs> of like. Oh, you missed that. Oh my God. Because I right. accused him of being on Coke right after. <laughs> okay. Friendship is fucking dying again. And I talked to her about it multiple times, and I just don't know what to do anymore. I don't want to drop her as a friend because she's, like, my best friend, you know? It's just a lot. It is just a lot, and it's so much. And I've talked to her about it, and I've talked to, like, all of my friends about it. All of my friends are probably sick of hearing me fucking complain about my best friend dating my brother. And yet it's still happening. And yet, no matter how much I talk about it, I can't seem to get over this fact. And it's kind of, like, really damaging for the friendship. And it's really sort of just, like, hard to be around them, like, all the time. And I know this is, like, a classic story, okay? This is, like, a classic tale. But I super genuinely do not know what to do. Okay, Summer, I turn pretty. I'm looking for the advice. Let's discuss it. Okay. Kiki, do your thing. <laughs> Wait, I'm obsessed with that. Kiki! <laughs> I love you. I know I accuse you of being on coke, but I actually genuinely love you. Um, I also, like, listen to how fast I talk and the sound of my voice. Um, um, this brings up a very interesting topic that neither of us can really experience. Because I'm, I'm gay, and so, and I don't have gay siblings, and you don't have siblings. So I don't, I've never thought, I've never, like, I don't have a person to think about in terms of, like, how I would feel about fucking someone that my brother has fucked. 
I just don't get why the other brother is like okay with it too. There's so many things going on here. There's actually so many things going on here because one, it's really like that's crazy. It's it's crazy to me that she wanted to date both of her brothers, both of her best friend's brothers. That's really wild. Unless it's the kind of thing where they are like best friends in the way where they literally spend all their time together and so the only people she's seeing are like also his brothers. You know what I mean? Or it's like a really small town. But even still, like, like I've never hooked up with siblings. Like, I've never hooked up with two people that are siblings. I have. Did you feel weird about it? No. They were really hot. Okay. <laughs> no, I, they, I I, never had sex with either of them. I, like, at different points in my life, had kissed both of them. Does that's, that count? I think, different. Yeah, I think that's different. I, um, and it was, like, kind of, like, a running thing. Like, everybody who'd stepped foot in, like, UC Berkeley Hillel had kissed these brothers, at least sure. one of them. And I guess, like, it happens in, like, a million and one rom-coms where, like, people, and like, I don't know, like, in The Family Stone that happens. Like, I just don't, I do think it's strange. I just think the girl is really weird. Your friend is really weird. Yeah. I'm almost like, does your friend want to fuck you so she's fucking your brothers because you're not available? No. You don't? Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think that, look, like you're attracted to who you're around. Like I, I do think yeah. that it's like the circumstances bring her around these two brothers a lot. And it, it does make sense that like she would date one of them. But the fact that she's dated both, despite the fact that it caused all this drama in your friendship before is so insane but i also like if you don't want to not be friends with her anymore i don't know what the solution is i think that she's in a space of like she's feeling i don't know she has to date these guys whether she likes them or not she doesn't feel comfortable just choosing you over them because she's probably fucking insecure like that's insecurity that's not being able to prioritize you if you've expressed that you don't want her to do this twice now and she still keeps doing it she's not being a good friend yeah and you're being a much better friend for being like oh, i don't want to dump her it's like a lot of people would take a break from her yeah but I and think i'm sure the best thing you can do is like go hang out with other people yeah, you mentioned that all your other friends are like sick of you talking about it. It's like I, that probably means that it sounds like this is affecting your life negatively enough that I think you need to cut her out. It sounds like you just need to like stop, like let let this. I get that you love your friend, I really do, but you need to let this relationship play out. You've expressed to her and you've expressed to everybody now that you don't want it happening. She isn't yeah. doing anything about it. You're not going to unfriend her. Respect. You're a great person. I don't think she doesn't love you, but I think that she's operating from a place of deep insecurity where she needs to do this and it sucks. So let her do it. You go hang out with other people, create some distance. You don't need to start a fight. You don't need to say you're mad at her. You just need to say, I'm busy. Keep saying, I'm busy. Go hang out with my brother. It's not a problem. Just go do that. You just need to make other friends. She'll come around. She'll grow up. Yeah. If you've decided you don't, like, I would say don't be friends with her, but. You don't or I think that. you can say, or I think you can say, like, like, I think you could also be like, hey, like, last time that you dated one of my brothers, <laughs> the last time you dated one of my brothers, it was really hard on the friendship. I so think she knows that. You, I was going to say, so just, you can be like, I'm not going to tell you to not date my next brother. <laughs> but, like, I think maybe while you do that, like, we yeah. should have some space. Yeah. That's... And then, like, if it involves, and then, like, if a year down the line, it's like you and her, she and your brother are, like, really serious then maybe you try to figure out a friendship. But like, while it's messy, maybe take a break, is my thought. You articulated that beautifully. Beautifully. That's exactly that how would, I feel. That is like a crazy situation. I'm not entirely convinced. I'm having a hard time committing myself to giving advice to that story because I feel like it was made up. Wait, really? Like, I believe you, but I also just don't. Like, I feel like 
See, because the reason I believe it is because this it sort of happened in my high school. Okay. I, the names of two brothers and the girl that hooked up with both, that like was like sleeping with both of them immediately came to my mind. And I had forgotten about them for years and years. It and years. Ha- I guess it happens when you're around people. Like, oh, like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Also, did your school, did you go to, like, there's also something very strange about when people get obsessed with twins. Oh, that's weird. Like, there were twins at my high school, and I feel like all these girls had crushes on them, and it's like, I, I'm like, you, it's, what I was the like, fuck? I was like, you kind of got to, like, pick one, guys. Like, this feels weird. That's so like, gross. Y- yeah. I would be so, I would hate having a twin. Re- yeah, you would I hate, compare you myself would. to myself too much already. Like, I don't even know what oh, I would I've do. I've thought about that. If like, somebody in the world looked exactly like me. 100%. And also, there's, this is really fucked up, but it's true. There's always a hotter twin. Even when they're identical. There's always one twin that's hotter. Always. <laughs> Even if they're like literally completely identical, like like the Weasley twins. There's still one that's hotter. I can always determine which is hotter and everyone knows it. That's so funny. Sorry. That's just an objective truth. Here are some other objective truths about siblings. Your parents have a favorite. They do. <laughs> and I, as a person who doesn't have siblings, I can objectively look like from the outside looking in. It is so easy <laughs> to tell. Like, show me, let me spend some time with your family for five minutes. Oh my God. I, it, all of them don't even have to be there. I can tell who your parents like the best. And it's pathetic that parents still keep saying, like, I get that they have to. And I get that you have to believe it in order to keep going. But it's insane when I hear adult people say, of course, my parents love us all equally. Like, shut the fuck up. 100%. Are you kidding me? A hundred percent. Are you fucking kidding me? The only reason I would want to have kids is so I can go and hang out with my husband at night and we can rank all of our kids every single day. <laughs> of course, they have a favorite. It's usually the firstborn. Usually. Firstborn has the firstborn advantage. Yeah. You especially if you if you want to talk about firstborn advantage, yeah. I'm the first grandchild yeah. in my family. That's a whole nother level. A whole That's other crazy. level. Like it's crazy. And I like was it's the just first undeniable. Female grandchild. My my grandparents, like it, it's it's palpable. Like I have beef with my cousins over this thing. Yeah. And and now they don't like me as much because I haven't been as good as an adult. But when I was a kid, yes. But <laughs> What was my other thing? Oh, okay. So there's the firstborn advantage of every sibling that's firstborn obviously gets like a huge leg up. 100%. But a lot of people make the mistake of thinking that the sibling who's the nicest to the parents, like the one that ends up taking care of them in their old age, they always think that they're the one who the parents like better. No, it's always the funny one that has another leg up. <laughs> the parents always like the rebel better. Always. Okay. I like, I could teach a whole course on this. I could teach a college course on how to choose who the favorite sibling is, I'm always right. I can check. I've checked with the parents of the kids I babysit. I've said, is this one your favorite? And they've said, yeah. It's also- I, I always know. There's also, a, there's also, there's nothing like when you see a family where you're like, wow, those parents like the boys more than the girls. Like, that's a huge, sons get an advantage. Sons in get a huge Son, leg up. Like, so for, if you are in a group, like, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm speaking, like, like, if you're in a group of siblings and the oldest is a boy, you're fucked. Fucked. <laughs> You're fucked. Well, unless he's but a real if, he, dick. if the parents have two kids and the oldest is a boy and the younger is a girl, then it's pretty close. It's interesting. it's interesting. If it's a group, well, it depends. If it's a group and the youngest one is a girl, 
it's usually the girl who's the favorite because they tried and tried for a girl. But it depends on the size of the group because after five, something's wrong with your parents. Okay, duh. I would Psychologically say after, something. To, we're different people. After two, to me, it's like, what the fuck is going on in here? No, but I think upwards I of, I think three is still, an, I think three kids is a normal amount of three kids. Three kids is normal. I think four is like, okay, that's like a little intense. Yeah. I say this is one of, I'm the oldest of five. I can always tell who the black sheep is. I can always tell who the favorite is. Always. A hundred percent. Always. And it's, <laughs> these kids, I feel so bad for these kids who like take care of their parents in old age thinking that it's like, of course I'm the favorite. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're the pushover. Okay, wait. I do think sometimes when they start taking care of them, it changes. There's a certain like appreciation, obviously, but they always like miss the other person. Interesting. Okay, okay next call. Hi, my name's Chloe. I'm 19 and I'm a sophomore in college. This is my first year. <laughs> Sorry, like I, do you know what that reminded me of? I, I'm, what the fuck is the, is it from Mari? Mori? <laughs> yeah. The I girl like who, to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're living yeah. off campus and I live Wait. with three other girls. Okay. And one thing that I noticed is there's just one girl in the house that I like really click with extra and we've been talking about it. One of the girls is going to live with her boyfriend next year, but me and the one that I'm closer with feel like we kind of just want to get a two bed next year. And we don't know how to bring that up with the fourth girl and tell her that we don't want to live with her, but we still want to be her friend. Um, I love you guys. I listen to your podcast every week. If you have any advice on this, I would really appreciate it. Thank you. Did you, is, is, is Cal a school where you live on campus all four years? Unless you're in a sorority house. <laughs> what in the Legends of the Hidden Temple was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that reference? You fucking old man. Okay. Um, I, um, at Cal, even the, the dorms were like off campus. Like it was you after after freshman year everybody was getting apartments or living in a sorority okay, yeah. i same, got same at uvm but it's after sophomore year okay so yeah it, yeah this was a big problem I was like, these dynamics i was i'm asking because like i feel like this i'm like did you go to my college because it yeah. was like that these dynamics and dramas were it sucks. every year constant i think you're gonna have to accept that like that third girl is all no matter how you break this to her no She's matter what you do there's gonna be a rift and it's gonna suck but you're gonna get over it I've been here. You're going to get over it. I would say, okay, my my advice is honestly, go find some sort of like manifestation spell on TikTok and you have one week to sort of cast some sort of spell that this girl, this third girl, like meet someone new or has a friend who has an, a room that she wants and that she's actually gonna be like, hey guys, I want to, like, because like sometimes that happens. Sometimes you're so nervous to tell someone like, hey, we don't want to live with you next year. And then they actually reveal that they also don't want it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're planning to move and it ends up being a non-issue. But if this, so like, Let's hope for that. Find a witch to help you out there. If not, if it is like she fully is planning and expecting and wanting to live with you next year and you have to break it to her, the sooner the better. Because the more time you give her to find a better place to live, the less likely the resentment will last. Like if you tell her last minute and then she has like two weeks to find something and you ends up in something that, shitty, yeah. she'll hate you forever. Forever. You There's forever. no hope. What you can do, okay. So yeah, I, I maintain that there's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is this is the worst day ever. Okay. It's 11:41 a.m. <laughs> <sighs> fuck. 
you weren't first of all you didn't even tell the audience that i'm brunette no it's it you're you're getting brunette i want you to i want it, it i really like it it looks it's great. pretty dark it's right? pretty it's pretty dark i would still i would call you dirty blonde right now i think i like this hair color it's really good i want to go to natural brown okay um there is no easy way that this is going to happen. No. You have to accept that she's probably going to be mad at you, even if you find some witch who's going to make it so that she finds a new. If she finds the most beautiful apartment in the world where they happen to need one more person and she ditches you guys, she's still going to know. Like, I, she's she knows deep in her heart. Every person who's slightly excluded in a roommate situation, they know. Like, that needs to be said. People know. That's... Ugh, I had to burp. That's why these videos of people like filming other people, like friend groups in public at Starbucks being like, oh my God, these people were talking about how they actually think you're kind of annoying and they're not even your real friends. And I'm telling TikTok now to save you. It's like that person knows. Okay. Also, stop, stop doing, doing that. that. <laughs> but that's a different conversation. Stop doing that. It's like, I'm, I'm literally always like. I think that is so bizarre. It's insane. It's insane. No, 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 no. That's a, we'll start next episode with that. But those people are nuts. But this person knows that you don't like her as much as your other friend, right? She knows. You need to do this sooner rather than later. And you need to, like, hint to her. Like, what do you... Like, do you... There's two ways. Do you think that she knows that you guys are looking at other places? If you do, then what you need to do is say, where are you going to live next year? What do you yeah. look, Have you found anything good? And then she's going to be like, oh, I don't know. Like, And then she'll get the hint that she needs to look for something for herself. Yeah. If you really think this is going to blindside her, which I do not think it will, like people, as I said, people know when they are excluded. I will say there is like, unfortunate, like I've, in my life, there have been a few times where there has been someone who it's like, their lot and their like curse is that they are truly oblivious to that shit like that's sad it is but, but that rare. makes it harder it's rare but it is like if she's in that group then you need to sit her down and say you can say like there's nothing against you but again she's gonna know say we found this place together we happen to be looking together yeah um and we don't know what to do i also think unfortunately you. like i it, like the reality of the world is like you're allowed to not like things about people. Do you know what I right. mean? Like you are allowed to be like, I don't, I like you as a friend. I don't enjoy living with you. I want to move. I want, I'm going to move. And that can hurt someone's feelings. I've had friends. I've lived with some of my very close friends and we have like agreed like, oh, we don't, my best, like my two best friends and I were roommates for three years. And by the end of it, we were like, I don't like living with you. You know what I mean? Like I love you. I'm your one. And they're, they're still two of my closest friends. Like living with them was not my favorite thing in the world. You know what I mean? And I think that that's okay. And I think it's like, and also when you're ending things, like if you're ending living with someone, it's the same thing with like breaking up with people where you're like, I think sometimes being like preventing people from preventing, softening the blow of the breakup or softening the blow of like delivering the news. Like, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Hey, I don't want to live with you anymore. It actually makes it worse. Cause then it gets dragged out. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we live in a world where people get hurt a little bit and it, these hurts are like, I know it sucks to hurt anyone at all, but like hurting someone's feelings by saying like, Hey, like we've lived together for a year. I don't want to do it again next year. Like that's part of life. It is part of life. You are is not a bad person. Episode just like the advice is this is life. Deal with it. I'll, maybe a little bit. I just, I don't think, I think that this is not the first time you're going to have this dilemma. Yeah. And everyone in college has had this dilemma. Like this happens all the time with roommates. 
you can say all these nice things of like, I want to stay friends with you. Therefore, we shouldn't be roommates like this. Just this is a situation that works. There's no other way around it. Like, it's just true. Like, what are you going to do? Look for another place. You can't. She's this is what's happening. Period. End right, of story. The, the other option is you live with her again next year. And I'll tell you this right now. I've seen this happen. I mean, the end of next year, the three of you will fucking hate each other. And you can tell her that she knows it's true deep down, but she's still not going to believe it. You have to like be okay with the fact that however you're going to do this, there's going to be a little resentment. Right. Do you want it to be a ton of resentment when you hold off and you pretend like it's like it's, you know, like 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 this isn't going to hurt her? Or do you want to be just completely honest with her and maybe have a, a chance at keeping the friendship later on? Like, I just... I think that's it's I think a that's, no win situation. We there's love no you. there's no getting out of this clean with no conflict at all. Like this is the reality of the situation. Yeah. But I don't I think you're gonna be fine. Chloe. Love you, Chloe. You're queen. We've all been there. I still it's been years since this happened. Like with my college roommates, I still haven't been able to like figure out what would have been the best way to do it. But if it makes you feel better, we're all 24 and we're all still friends. Actually, that's a lie. And the ones I'm not friends with really anymore, we just grew apart, but it had nothing to do with like roommate stuff. But there was so much roommate drama in college and none of the people oh I had quote unquote roommate drama with are like not my friends anymore. So usually like it, it is gonna pan out. It's just a very Mo college yeah. experience. Most roommate drama, and this is not just like colleges, I think like in life in general, unless it's like really fucked up roommate drama, but like the banal stuff that it feels so intense when you're going through it because it's in your house, you're living with it. But I think a lot of times once you move out, you're both like, oh yeah, we don't live together anymore. So I don't care about that. They're like not yeah. doing the dish, like whatever like those little things are, like when you stop living together, that stuff immediately fades away. Exactly. Like it completely does. I was the worst roommate ever in college. I when I lived be, in a house with people. I used to be a really bad roommate and I'm a I think I'm a good roommate. Now. I was like I was like a good um social uh Same. I'm a social hire. I'm a personality 100%. hire. When it came to like I had to be reminded every day to go do the dishes and whatever whatever 100%. my chores were and they got pissed. They were so tired of me, but we're all still friends. Yeah. It happens. College is weird. I'm going to leave it anonymous. First thing is I love the podcast. Thank you. And I'm a college student, and I think all your advice really resonates. So anyway, yeah, I this is not even a problem, but I've been blessed with the gift of having a great boyfriend and great friends, and I've never wanted to be that girl that only hangs out with her boyfriend and completely ditches her friends once she gets a boyfriend. And sure. I've just been feeling like there's not enough time in the day, like with like studying and going out and then like my boyfriend my friends like I just don't know like what the balance is and I mean my friends have never said like oh you're hanging out with your boyfriend too much but I'm you know just getting this feeling like I sometimes feel out of the loop and we all live in the sorority house together and so I feel like oh I don't even sleep there like even sometimes on weeknights because I'll just spend the night at my boyfriend's apartment and so I just like am like oh like what is like what's the standard like how what's what's the time split and like my boyfriend, though, I will go to leave, like, apartment and be like, I gotta go, I gotta study, like, I wanna see my friends, I wanna do this, like, you know, like, ugh, like, we don't even spend that much time anyway, so then I'm feeling like I'm not spending enough time on, I guess, then either end, and I mean, my boyfriend's great, like, he just wants to spend more time with me, like, he doesn't, like, force me to hang out with him or anything, but, Important you know, like, that. it's more just of, like, what is the rule of, like, hanging out, like, and I just, like, do not wanna be that girl that loses her friends when she gets a boyfriend, like, I love my friends, I'm very independent, like, I don't know. I need help, so hopefully you guys can help me. Thank you. This Are is... we like? What, the... what is playing? 
Okay. What was that? I don't know. It's not my, not my computer. Was it? It was not porn. <laughs> Zena. <laughs> It would be so funny. One uh, time, this is a nightmare out of a movie, but I was giving a class presentation and porn did porn. No! No! <laughs> it was for my, like, TA. Like, it was, you know, in at a big school, you have the giant lecture, and then you have the little... The seminar? The seminar, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to give a presentation on my computer, and it To the seminar, right? To, to, to the 15 people yeah, that yeah, were yeah. in the TA's class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we had a... Yeah. a teaching assistant who would come and teach the discussion. And I don't remember what it was, but I know for a fact feeling like how ironic that I wasn't even actually watching this porn. I think my friend had like sent me something like <laughs> deeply explicit, like as like a funny card or something. Oh, that's so like college. like, like yeah, the yeah. tab was open. And I remember thinking like, it wasn't even porn that I was watching. Like I watched so much porn and it wasn't even that porn. It was like male gay porn. I was like, this is so much worse. Oh my God. One of my all time, <laughs> my, one of my all time favorite vines ever is, um, the, when it, sh it's, it starts on the shot of like, it's like softcore gay porn. It's the two guys kissing and it cuts to the girl, like that little girl being like, don't tell mom. <laughs> Do you talking about? That one makes me laugh so hard. It like, I cry. That's you and your, you to your TA. <laughs> it's me when I typed in G-M-A-L-E. <laughs> Okay, wait, we have I to help didn't this sleep girl. for months when I did that. Okay, <laughs> I still like I. It was a huge, huge deal. That, I'd have like a sit down talk with my parents where I confessed to them. So I was crying. I thought they were gonna like funny. send me away. That is so funny. Okay, um, are we like the college podcast? I'm though? kind of loving that. We're kind of. Th this is like a college episode, and I'm having fun with it. Okay. I have, I haven't, I have some thoughts here. But do okay. you have thoughts? I feel like if you have thoughts, you should go first. No, you can go first. So what I think, I don't think there is a, I don't think there's a one set rule. Like, I don't think it's like you should do, I don't think it's like there's like an innate rule of like 60, 40 or something like that. Yeah. What I think is happening a little bit is I think in high school and especially in college, I'm curious what year this girl is in college. I wonder if it's like junior, senior year. When you're in like the amount of time you spend with your friends is much higher than it's going to be in your adult life, which is just like a sad reality. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're in high school, you're in class with your friends every single, like with, uh, for most people, you're in class with your friends every single day. And you, like you're spending eight hours a day at work with your friends and then you're doing extracurriculars with them and then you're doing social hangouts. So it's like you see your friends for hours and hours a day. It's like one of the few things about childhood and teenagehood that's like better than being an adult. Everything like, I like being an adult so much better than I liked being a kid, but like that's one of the few things I think maybe is better. And then in college, it's the same thing where it's like, I don't know, like freshman year, we I spent like hours and hours with my friends just like sitting in the dorms, like doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yep. But then like as you get older, it's like now, like I see my, fr I still have very deep and close friendships, but it's like maybe I see them once a week. Maybe, you know what I mean? It's a very different amount of time. And I think part of what you're going through is that transition. And the way you're experiencing it is having a boyfriend and friends and studying, which is like not that different than having like a job, a, a personal life, like a dating life and a social life. But it's like, I think you're, it's a little bit of just growing up, I think. And I don't have an answer for you in terms of, I think you need to be much more intentional, intentional about how you spend time with people. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. It ups everything you said makes sense. I can tell by the way that you're calling in, like the way that you're articulating this situation, 
you are more worried about this than anybody else. Oh, that's so, that's a very astute observation. I think observation. that this is a lot in your head. I, and that's good. It should be in your head. Yeah, it means you're you really good friend and partner. You're yeah. a good friend and a good partner. Yeah. You picked a great guy. Clearly, it's very clear. You have great friends. I don't think they're talking about this behind your back. You're just paranoid, but it's good to be paranoid in this situation. Yeah. You should be, and Air I on will the side of caution. counter, in, if you're looking for a 60-40 thing, definitely skew it towards your friends. I, I know I can tell you're a girl's girl. Boyfriends come and go. You need to keep your friendships, but I do think that you're thinking too much about this and it's really, it's a good thing. Just, yeah, it's not a problem yet. Like I can already tell by the, it's like, what it's your, the fact that you're caring about this enough to think about it and call in tells me that you're not the kind of person that's just gonna totally ditch your friends. Exactly. And I will say sometimes if it is comes up as a thing, not to be, not to be like nasty, but I do think sometimes when people when people get accused of like, oh, you're spending all your time with your boyfriend and not with us. Sometimes what's happening there is that they're jealous that you have a boyfriend. Sometimes. Sometimes. But they have to look for the proof of that. And usually there is proof of that. Yeah. I don't think that you, okay, here's another thing that you can do that I think might help. Instead of thinking about it as like, what percentage of time should I spend? I feel like I don't have enough time in the day. There's so much going on. You gotta do time blocking, like grouping of the times where every group, school, friends, boyfriend gets its own specific, like like a, like a week. You have to like do a trip with your boyfriend, okay? Go on like a weekend trip, 48 hours, he gets your full attention. You're right. not on your phones, you're completely focused on him. It will kind of like reaffirm him of your focus on him, right? Totally. You will have quality time. You will have your bonding. Your friends, if they're jealous, fuck them, okay? They can live without you for two days. Then you go and hang out with your friends and maybe you guys do, like make sure that all of your friends are getting your full fucking attention. 100%. You are not checking your phone when you're when you're with your right. friends. Like when, when my friends in college, when I was living with my roommates who had boyfriends, it wasn't really the fact that they would like spend time with their boyfriends or sleep at their houses that would bother me whatsoever. I knew that like if I had a boyfriend and I had a different yeah. place to sleep, like I'd do two or three nights at his place sometimes too. Yeah. What would bother me is when I was, when they were home yeah. and I was talking to them and they were like on their phones thinking about their They're boyfriend, like, talking to their boyfriend, could could not go five minutes without mentioning their boyfriend. Like that's what drives me fucking insane. Yeah. Is my friends who like, when they're with me, cannot be present with me. Yeah. If they're with the boyfriend, I'm not bothered because yeah. they're not there. I have a I have a life outside of my friends too. But if they're with me, their attention is on me. So what I think you should do, I think you're already too worried about this, but that's a good place to be. Give your boyfriend your undivided attention sometimes, but when you're with your friends, keyword, undivided. And if you're worried about how much time you should spend with each, skew it towards your friends but they should each get undivided attention from you. Yeah, and one thing, just one addendum I thought about when you were saying that is, and this is maybe less applicable to this specific situation, but like more these these general this general topic, which is like one of the most important things I think in compatibility with someone you're dating, this kind of goes towards like skewing time towards your friends, is being in sync about the amount of time you want to spend together. Like if you are dating someone who wants to spend more time with you than you want to spend with them, I think it's a bad move to give them that because eventually it's not gonna be sustainable. That's not the amount of FaceTime that you want in a partner. Do you know what I mean? Right. Obviously there's small concessions to make, but if in general you're dating someone who wants like, you know, 
three or five, th four full days of hanging out a week and you're more of like a two times a week kind of person, that's not sustainable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think well, that's you know also what important. I always say on here too? It's like, it's not a rule that I wish we like could all live by. It's not necessarily yeah. right, but like, what's what situation would you rather be in? You're chasing down your boyfriend for time or you have to tell him that you need some space. That's always better to be in the latter. It's always better to be the girl who's a little bit busy, okay? Totally. It's not, he's not gonna like you any less. It'll only make him like you more. So don't worry about him not liking you. I'm not saying don't carve out a lot of specific time for him. Go on a trip once a semester with him. Make sure he knows that you like, and when you're with him, he has your undivided attention. It's sort of how I hear people explaining, how do I make sure my kids don't find out who's my favorite? <laughs> when you're hanging out with each of them, like you, ha you might not be able to give them each the same equal amount of time, but when you're with them, they have your undivided attention and you're not talking about the other kids and you're not checking your phone about there the other go. kids. You're with that kid. So that's how you need to be with your friends, but you're doing great. Like I guarantee if you took the time to call in before anybody even confronted you about this, you're being a great friend and nobody's thinking about it. Trust me. And with that, we did it. Yes, we did. Episode. Um, please keep rating and reviewing. I yelled at you guys last week at the top of the episode. I didn't do that this week, but I will continue to if we don't. We know how many people listen. We need you to rate and review and we love you. Please call in with more calls at 929-269-4960. And also, like, surprise us with what you call about. Like, we love the calls. I know, they're just getting to be a lot of the same. Like, we're, we're getting a lot of dating calls. We're getting a lot, and I don't mind it. Like, they're all interesting and unique. Yes. But like, if you, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you think, oh, like, that's not really the topic of the podcast, but I want to call in about it, call in about it. Right. We and want, tell a friend about the pod, too. Yeah, and tell a friend about the pod. Next we, time your friend comes and complains to you about something and asks for advice, just give them our number instead. That's what you should do. Absolutely. It'll be fun for you guys to, like, sit in the car and listen to our advice after. It'll be, like, a bonding moment. Absolutely. Also, um, if you know a Jeff in Gramercy <laughs> Park, I seriously, like, it's, you don't have to go on a date with me. You don't have to tell him, oh, Talia wants to go on a date with you. It's fine. He might, maybe he, maybe he got my number to like, to like make sure that the conversation had an easy way out. Yep. Maybe he couldn't find my number after he forgot my name and he didn't know what to search for. Maybe he forgot that this happened, but I need to know, <laughs> did it happen? Do I need to be committed? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it, I, I, I really, I need to know that. Jeff, please. I don't want to lose If you there. know a Jeff, if you know someone who knows a Jeff in Gramercy Park, if it's J, if you and if you spell it G E O, don't DM basic training me. on Instagram so we can so Talia doesn't have to see it, but we can tell her you're not crazy. Thank you. All I right. just need to know if I'm crazy. Okay, I'm not asking for a date. I need to know if I'm sane. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>